I have found in my life lots of things about diabetes to be grateful for. But on that same note, I would be more than happy to give it back if possible. So just because you're finding things about diabetes to be grateful for doesn't mean that it's something that you want to keep if you had the opportunity to give back. I think it's perfectly fine to wish that you didn't have diabetes, but knowing that you do have it and there's not much you can do about that to find things to be grateful for. It's okay to feel both ways. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, a quick question for you. Does type 1 diabetes make you feel stuck? Do you feel like type 1 limits you and makes it harder to do the things that you want to do? If so, I have a free guide that can help you get unstuck and become more flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. To download your free copy, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com backslash get unstuck. That's thediabetespsychologist.com backslash get unstuck. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist for access to even more exclusive content. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. It's Thanksgiving week right now, and I know that for a lot of us, Thanksgiving is looking very different this year. You may be having a really hard time trying to wrap your head around what you have to be thankful for. The world is a different place right now, and for a lot of us, it's really scary and really unpredictable. We don't really know what may be next. And with all the scariness and all of the things going on, It can be difficult to identify things that bring us joy and that we have to be thankful for. And I think the same thing can be true for diabetes. When diabetes gets so overwhelming for us and we have so many things we have to do and think about and worry about, we lose sight sometimes of the things about diabetes that we can be grateful for. And I want to spend some time today talking about diabetes and gratitude and how it can be so helpful for our mental health. And I want to give you a process that you can use to help you find gratitude with diabetes. The definition of gratitude is expressing appreciation for things that you have or things that situations bring to you. It can be especially helpful to look for something to be grateful for when things are stressful. And the reason for this is when we're experiencing a stressful situation, whether it's COVID or whether it's diabetes or whether it's distress at work, oftentimes those stresses overshadow everything else in our life. I like to think about them kind of like a beach ball. Imagine you had a beach ball in your hands and it's covering your face and that beach ball is your stress. Well, when you're looking at the beach ball, all you see is the beach ball. You're not able to see anything else. Even if there are other things in your life there that aren't stressful, you don't even notice them. And after a while, it's easy to forget they're even there. Gratitude is recognizing that there are things in your life that exist that are good and that you can be grateful for. Gratitude doesn't mean ignoring the things that are challenging or pretending they're not there. It just means holding the things that you have grateful for at the same time as you're holding the challenges and seeing that they can coexist. 
gratitude doesn't just sound good, but research has also shown it to be really effective in increasing happiness and reducing stress and depression. And I think that we all can agree that reducing stress can really help everybody with type 1 diabetes. We focus so often and so much on the challenges of living with diabetes that we don't even notice that there could be good things and positives that come out of living with diabetes. But because the stress and the challenges often overshadow the things that we can be grateful for, gratitude takes intention. And what I mean by that is we actually have to practice gratitude. We have to be intentional about looking out for the things in our lives and in our lives with diabetes that we can be grateful for. If we don't look for them, we're just not going to find them. If we do find them by accident, we're not going to see the whole picture. We're not going to find everything there is to be grateful for. And that's why having a gratitude practice where you're actually actively looking for things to be grateful for can be so helpful. Because if I tell you that at the end of the day, you must write down three things that you're grateful for, guess what you're going to be looking for all day long? Three things you're grateful for. And if you look for things, your eyes are going to be open to them and you're going to be more likely to find them. I want to walk you through the process that I use in my own life and that I work with my patients with on finding gratitude with type 1 diabetes. One thing that I want to note before I get started here is the gratitude that we're talking about is not gratitude about the ability to manage diabetes. Certainly, we are all grateful that we have access to insulin and that we have access to technology. And those are all, I think, phenomenal things to be grateful for. But what I want to focus on today are not the things that we're grateful for that help us manage our diabetes, but the things that we're grateful for that diabetes has brought into our lives that we would not have if we didn't have diabetes. This makes things a little bit more challenging to look for those things and to really dig deep to find the things about diabetes that we're grateful for, but I think that the payoff is actually worth it. Some people have some concerns that if they look for things to be grateful for about diabetes, somehow that means that they like diabetes or they want to have diabetes or that diabetes is a positive in their life and that somehow it means that they wouldn't give diabetes away if they could. And trust me, I have found in my life lots of things about diabetes to be grateful for, but on that same note, I would be more than happy to give it back if possible. So just because you're finding things about diabetes to be grateful for doesn't mean that it's something that you want to keep if you had the opportunity to give back. I think it's perfectly fine to wish that you didn't have diabetes, but knowing that you do have it and there's not much you can do about that to find things to be grateful for. It's okay to feel both ways. So let me introduce you to the four-step process that I've developed to help people find gratitude with type 1 diabetes. The first step is to be open to the possibility that there are things about diabetes that you can be grateful for. I know so many people who've written off the possibility of finding gratitude with diabetes that they don't even give themselves the opportunity to try. When you're open to the possibility, it gives you a freedom in knowing that there could be something good that's come out of this situation that's not all bad. And it gives you the possibility to walk through that door and to see, oh, wow, there may be something here that's unexpected. I'll never forget one time I was talking to somebody about gratitude with type 1 diabetes. And what they did was they put their hands up and they just basically said, stop. Because by being open to the possibility that there could be something good coming out of diabetes, it meant that they'd been wrong all this time 
The diabetes is all negative. It has brought nothing but pain into their lives. I know it can be a big mindset shift to be open to that possibility. And by being open to the possibility doesn't does not mean that you're going to find something or that you have to find something. It simply means being open to the possibility that something good and something to be grateful for can exist with type 1 diabetes. The next step here is to be intentional about looking for things to be grateful for. It's so easy to adopt the attitude that if I don't see it without looking for it, then somehow it's not worth recognizing as being true. That makes sense because after all, you weren't looking for the negative things about diabetes. They've all landed on your lap and they're very, very apparent to you. And so you think that, well, if there's something positive, it should be just as apparent to me. But that's just not the way that our brains work. Our brains work by focusing on the negative and making it really hard to see the positives. But by being intentional and actually looking for things and being creative and looking for things that can be, that you can be grateful for, it makes it a whole lot easier for you to see them. It also gets your mind in the routine and the pattern of being able to see the positives with diabetes. And once you start seeing those positive things, they will become a whole lot more apparent to you. But it starts off by being intentional and looking to find them wherever they may be. So what do I mean by being intentional? What I mean is set a goal for yourself. Say today, I'm going to find one thing about diabetes that I am grateful for. Hold yourself accountable to that. As I said a little while ago, if you tell yourself that this is what you need to do, you need to find something, you're going to be on the lookout for it. And when you're on the lookout for something to be grateful for, it's much more likely you're going to find it. Your eyes are going to be open and you're going to be observing everything around you to be able to meet the goal that you set for yourself. Now, when you're being intentional, you also have to be realistic. If you say, I'm going to find 10 things today to be grateful for about type 1 diabetes, that's a really tall order. However, if you're able to say, I'm going to find one or maybe two things today to be grateful for, that's definitely something that's doable. When we're talking about gratitude with type 1 diabetes, I think that we get to this mindset that we have to find these big, grandiose things to be grateful for. While there may be big things about diabetes to be grateful for, things like new friendships or a healthier approach towards life, on a daily basis, those things are just too broad. And when we have these big things that we're grateful for, it's super easy just to repeat that on a daily basis. I'm thankful that my wife is so helpful in my diabetes management. I'm thankful that I have, I've met so many great friends because of living with diabetes. What I want you to try is to find the little things. And they may seem small and insignificant, but the more specific you can be, the better. I know that many of us in the diabetes community have met some really great friends because of diabetes that we would have, we would have never met if diabetes wasn't part of our lives. Those friendships are absolutely something to be grateful for. But it's going to be much easier to identify something you're grateful for that actually happened today. So for example, I got a really nice email this morning from a listener of the podcast. And I'm grateful that that person sent me that email. It made me feel really good about the work that I'm doing. I would never have gotten this email if I wasn't part of the diabetes community. And so while I am grateful for the diabetes community, what I'm grateful for today is that this person sent me that really nice email. 
the more specific and the more granular you can be about what you're grateful for, the easier it'll be. And the more you'll be able to appreciate the little things. We notice the little things that are annoying about diabetes all the time. So why not notice the little things that bring us joy and that we have to be grateful for? The final step in finding things to be grateful for about type 1 diabetes is committing to writing them down every day. Committing to writing them down serves a couple of different purposes. First, it keeps you looking for them. As I said before, if you've committed to writing things down at the end of the day, you're going to be looking for things all day long to write down. You'll probably notice things that you're grateful for that you would never have noticed if you didn't make that commitment. Writing them down also keeps them in a place where you can remember them when times get tough. When you're having a rough diabetes day and you think to yourself how much you hate diabetes and how nothing good has ever come from it. When this happens to me, I love going back and looking through my gratitude journal and seeing the things that I have been grateful for in the past. It doesn't mean that things aren't tough now and that I'm not having a hard time, but it helps me remember the good things. It helps me keep my mind balanced to recognize that yes, there are challenges, but yes, there are also things I can be grateful for. I want to challenge you to get started on this process right now. If you haven't already, go grab a pen and paper and sit down for a second and write down three things that have happened over the past couple of days with type 1 diabetes that you can be grateful for. What has type 1 diabetes brought into your life? Who has it brought into your life? How has it made things different for you in a positive way? Write those things down and keep them in a place where you can look back on them and share them with the people that you're around right now. This may also help them see diabetes in a new light. I want to hear from you about what you're grateful for with type 1 diabetes. Send me a DM on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist and let me know. And next, I want you to commit to doing this practice every day for the next seven days. Commit to finding one, two, or three things every day, specific things about type 1 diabetes that you're grateful for. Take five minutes before you go to bed and just write them down. And after a week, look back and ask yourself, has this practice made things easier for me? Has it made me more positive about my diabetes? Has it made diabetes easier to handle, seeing that there are some positives that are coming out of it? My guess is that you will find some surprising things. Find that it's actually a really helpful exercise. You've got to give it at least seven days to give yourself a chance to experience it and to see how that changes your perspective on your life with diabetes. And the last thing I suggest you do is ask for help if you're having trouble. As I had mentioned before, our minds are really not programmed to look for things to be grateful for, especially when we haven't been thinking that way before. So if you're struggling to find things to be grateful for, ask your friends and family. Ask them what they've seen in your life with diabetes that you can be grateful for. And I bet you that if you do that, it may prompt some ideas for you and help you along the journey of finding gratitude with type 1 diabetes. They probably see things that you don't. And they see things about diabetes that you may not recognize. And so by asking for help and asking for people's feedback about what you can be grateful for, you'll get some ideas that can help you along on your journey and prompt you and get you started in finding all kinds of things that you can be grateful for. And the final thing I'm going to encourage you to do is to balance every negative thought about type 1 diabetes 
with a thought of gratitude. You're going to find yourself burnt out and frustrated and angry with diabetes, and that's okay, and that's perfectly normal. And when that happens, recognize it. Also, at the same time, recognize something positive to balance it out. So you can see, yes, diabetes is really challenging, but diabetes has also brought me something in my life that I wouldn't have had if I didn't have diabetes. And my hope is that with that balance and with a practice of gratitude and a recognition that diabetes is not all bad all the time, that you'll begin to have a more realistic view about diabetes and recognize the challenges, but also recognize the things that aren't so bad. And my hope is that by doing this, it'll make living with diabetes a little bit easier for you. I really hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, whatever that's looking like for you this year. And please know that I am really grateful that I get to serve you in this way to be part of your diabetes support team. Like all of you, I wish I didn't have diabetes. I wish I could give it back and not deal with it on a daily basis. But since that's not an option, I am grateful that I have the opportunity to do this work with you and to be a resource for the diabetes community to help you to deal with the mental health issues of diabetes and make them a little bit easier. I am grateful that I had the opportunity to do this podcast today and to share with you some ways that you can find gratitude with type 1 diabetes. I want to hear from you about what type 1 diabetes is brought into your life that you're grateful for. Make a post on Instagram or Facebook and make sure you tag the diabetes psychologist in your post. You can also send me a DM on Instagram at the diabetes psychologist or send an email to mark at the diabetespsychologist.com. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. If this podcast is helpful, I would really appreciate it if you would post a review on iTunes. That's one way you can help me reach more people with this podcast. And be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Thank you.